0: Good morning. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. So this is Monday, April 18th. This is the day after Easter, the day we celebrated. Um, I hope you did. Uh, an incredible and wonderful day of celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So we want to look at uh, at that and look at, Chris, at Easter again as we prepare, as we follow that up. and We don't want to lose the excitement of, of what happened Easter day. And so let, let's take a look at, again, the gospel lesson. Uh, because it was John chapter 20. And we'll look at specifically verses 10 to 18 this week. And so on Easter morning, the Bible tells us that there there was an earthquake. But What happened after the earthquake is, is simply amazing. After that earthquake on Easter morning, the death toll was not rising. Excuse me. Actually, the opposite took place. On Easter, the number of dead grew smaller. One dead body was missing. A grave was empty. And that's because someone was no longer dead, but alive. The resurrection of Jesus Christ doesn't just change the way we look at earthquakes. It changes the way we look at everything. Um, Today, I I want you to put yourself... In Mary Magdalene's shoes. And we talked about Mary, if, if at least we did at Trinity Lutheran here in Reading. We talked about Mary Magdalene yesterday also. And, and, I, and I want you to feel her sadness. Um, but I also want you to feel her joy and, and comfort after she realized that Jesus was indeed risen from the dead. I, I, and, and, and how does the resurrection of Jesus Christ then change you? And maybe together we can find an answer. Let's see if we can do that. Okay so so we find um, Mary, magnet at the tomb, and, and she, she's crying, the text says, and she, she was shedding tears of, of, of hopelessness, tears, tears of despair, tears of frustration, and for some time now she had been following the teacher, the rabbi, Jesus Christ. She had, had thought that perhaps he was the Messiah and he had he had healed her of demon possession she was possessed by seven demons if you remember we talked about that briefly uh, yesterday also um, and more, impo- more importantly he, he had shown her how to have peace with god he had made so many promises he had said so many good things he had even performed miracles and but now he was dead and all the things that he had said and all the things that he'd done, he had done were just dead with him. And, and, and so for Mary Magdalene at that moment, is how, can, how can you hope in someone who's dead? And for Mary Magdalene, the world had become a very cruel place, um, a place of broken promises, of unfilled dreams and big disappointments. And, and to top it off, it seemed that someone had stolen the body of Christ. Could things get any worse? It's it's no wonder she was crying. Have you ever had moments like Mary? Moments where the world just seemed to be a very, very cruel cool place, a place of broken promises, of unfilled dream, big disappointments. And the world can't be a very difficult place to live. And the devil uses those difficult moments to make you feel hopeless and despairing. The devil wants you to to say to yourself, "God is dead. There is no hope." A lot has happened since last e- Easter, when earthquake kills thousands, when tornadoes kill hundreds. Um, you attempt to think, uh, "God is dead. There is no hope." When the job that seemed secure a year ago suddenly disappears today, when when um, the pandemic, things to get worse before it gets better, um, when your health suddenly tastes, takes a turn for the worse, you're tempted to think God is dead. There is no hope. When you look into your past and, and consider all the mistakes that you've made in life, all the words and actions that you wish you could take back, but you can't, you cannot help but but feel a sense of hopelessness. Is there any way I can change past. Is there any way I can make right the wrong things that he has done? The answer is no. And then we feel what Mary felt, an overwhelming sense of hopelessness and despair. But as we learned yesterday, the tomb was open. The body was gone. And eventually Jesus would say, Mary, and she would recognize him. And her response would be, Jesus is alive. He is alive indeed. Hallelujah. More is on his coming alive to life tomorrow. Let's pray. Lord, because, because of who you are and what you have done, I know that you are not dead. But at times it sure doesn't seem that way. In fact, sometimes it seems there's no hope. It is as though it those times that I go back to, to your word and, and hear what you say about the greatest hope that I have words about what and the why that Jesus did what he did for me, especially dying on Good Friday to to make amends for my sins. And then yet, on Easter Sunday, which we celebrated yesterday, he rose from the dead, put the stamp on that to say it is all true. And the hope of everlasting life is there. Amen. Part of that thought. Look back to the text yesterday. Look what we um, what we talked about yesterday, and and uh, as we go backwards a little bit before we go forward, as we look back to the Easter text and, and what Mary went through, and uh, what it means for you and me. Go in peace, serve the Lord. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. God bless.